1: hey waffle gang I do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more reddit stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting the like subscribe maybe that notification bell too you sick of me saying that yet and <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. I'm sorry. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. It's titled, The Guy, 29 Male, I'm 25 Female Dating, and his friends gatekeep me about my hobbies and career. I'm feeling embarrassed. And of course, it does come with an update. I need some help processing this. They made me question whether or not I'm actually authentic when it comes to what I'm interested in. I feel like I don't want to talk about my interests with anyone because I don't want to be pop quizzed. The person I'm dating, together three months, I'll call him Dan, recently invited me out to dinner to meet some of his co-workers. The first red flag was he invited everyone out to a Hooters, and they said they chose that restaurant because it's close to where they work and is easy to get to. Which is true, but there are several other restaurants nearby that offer better food and a better atmosphere. Before he invited me out to dinner, he half-joked that his co-workers, all of them are male, didn't believe that he was dating a hot girl that's into the same hobbies as them. They are hobbies that are considered to be primarily for men. I was a little irked at that comment, but he said he was just joking around. This pretty much became the catchphrase for the men that night. When everyone arrived at the restaurant Dan and his co-workers were making comments about the girls that worked there and their physical appearances. This made me a little uncomfortable but I didn't say anything. Once everyone ordered their food slash drink his friends started to quiz me about my interests. Many of them share the same male dominated hobbies I'm interested in and they more or less just tried to see if I knew facts about the hobby as opposed to asking me questions about what I like slash don't like or what I'm currently doing in said hobby. For example, if my hobby was American history, one of them would ask an esoteric question like, oh, so you like American history? How many $1 bills are currently in circulation? How old is the French broad river? I also work as a junior automation engineer at a startup software company. I haven't been writing code that long as I was working in a QA prior, and learn how to code while I was in that position. I'm really green and I know I still have a lot to learn. The projects I'm working on are small and I'm getting help at work. All of his friends are senior level software engineers and were quizzing me about my work and trying to see how much I actually know. They were asking about advanced things I did not know about and were asking me technical questions that don't even apply to my job. But they were all smiling and laughing and would frequently say something like, Oh, we were just kidding at one point i felt like i was at some weird interview and was taking one question at a time from each d-bag at the table i know i stopped fake smiling at some point and just emotionlessly answered their questions i think one of them became self-aware because he just looked down at his phone for the rest of the evening didn't ask me anything else and just looked uncomfortable when they weren't asking pointed questions at me they were talking to each other and ignoring me I'd be interrupted if I tried to include my thoughts on the subject or nod at me and look away to someone else. I should mention all of these guys were 5-10 to years older than me. I'm 25. The guy I'm dating is 29 and his co-workers are in their early-mid-30s. I don't have as much experience as they do. Part of me was hoping I could meet peers who could have helped guide me or answer my questions about their careers. Instead, one of them literally asked me, give him an SQL query. They all kept saying they were just kidding around or just joking and laughing about it, but it was just so cringy. Dan was sitting beside me and wasn't stopping this behavior from his co-workers. He was coaching me, I guess, saying things like, oh, you know this one, or come on, you got this. We talked about this last week. Dan also made the comment of, see, she's really smart too, to one of the guys at the table. That whole night was just awful. He was actually irritated at me because he saw my whole mood change while I was being quizzed by his friends. He said he noticed me have an attitude with his coworkers when they were just having fun and trying to get to know me. That it was immature of me to have been obviously annoyed and that I audibly sighed multiple times when one of his friends spoke to me. I can't stop seeing Dan as a super cringy dude now. I thought he was acting ridiculous and seemed more like a 13-year-old boy as opposed to someone who is supposed to be turning 30 in a couple of months. I'm pretty sure I can't go on with a relationship at this point. I don't think this is an overreaction on my part if I were to break up with him. Is it within reason to end the relationship after this event? Everything was going fine before this happened, but now I just feel gross. The dinner happened last night and I haven't returned any of his texts today. I know ghosting is wrong, but I don't want to look at him or speak to him. And the thought of him just kind of disgusts me at this point. I've never felt like someone show poodle before. I don't know if I'll feel differently in a week or if I'm unjustified in my anger. No, I think in this situation you'll be totally justified to break up over this. You see Dan in a completely different light for the way he and his friends treated you of course and are you ever going to be able to change that thought about him again i don't think so if someone treated me like that i wouldn't be able to see them in a different light again and the cheeky git got angry with you because of your attitude rather than being you know angry as friends the one that was all talking down to you and being bloody rude to you and i'm going to be very interested in the update i'm expecting a breakup obviously but Is Dan going to come back with anything? I'd love to know his thoughts on this. Will he admit how wrong he was? We shall find out soon. But the first comment says, Nope, you are totally justified if this made you feel differently about him and want to end it. Like you said, it feels like he was prancing you around like a prize and didn't even care that his friends were bullying you. He was more upset that you gave them attitude instead of telling them to lay off. If that is the kind of dude he is and those are the type of people he hangs out with, kind of speaks a lot for his character i think you just learned a lot about him as a person last night and wouldn't blame you for not ignoring that big red flag next comment says dan and his friends are the kind of men that get triggered when a woman gets into a stem field and posts about it on reddit and someone points out that the main reason women don't join stem fields is because of hostile environments and harassment they act surprised and they just say they are not capable of it while either not being aware of their behavior because they are deeply misogynistic or being aware but will never admit it and feel like they need to put women in their place by being unfair and creating a hostile environment. Opie's situation is a classic and common case, but in an office setting. Next comment says, I wonder why Dan and his friends have to go to Hooters and leer at the waitresses when they're just so good at talking to women. Dan is an idiot who has ruined his own relationship out of a cowardly deference to the man-child behavior of his friends. He deserves them and you deserve better. I'm just joking is the catchphrase of people too cowardly to stand by their own shitty views when challenged. Next comment says you are seeing Dan as a super creepy dude because Dan is a super creepy dude. This guy does not respect you and he purposely brought you to a restaurant and disrespected you by talking about the women there. Here's what happened. They brought you to Hooters to undermine your confidence and put you at a disadvantage. Hi. Hi. We're a bunch of guys that are going to Hooters and talk about the appearance of women there while the woman at our table sits and watches us. They all, including Dan, treated you like a specimen and as if you were the stupid little girl. Dump Dan and his juvenile, misogynistic friends, please. To which OP replies saying, you are right. In a way, I'm kind of glad this night happened so I could see who Dan really is. Even if he didn't mean anything malicious, he's still an immature bro and I don't want to be with that. I'm not going to ghost him. I think I'm going to use this thread to come up with a series of good pointers about how everything he did was wrong. I'm also laughing at the fact that his friends will likely make fun of him after I break up with him. I'll do it this weekend, so he has something to talk about Monday morning at work. So then OP went to update the post, which says, after the post, I decided it would be best to end things through a phone call. I mentioned ghosting, but it's probably best he knows how and why he fucked up. I waited until Sunday to reach out to him, told him we need to talk. I'm paraphrasing here, but this is basically what the convo went like. Dan said, this is about dinner, isn't it? Opie said, yeah, it is. And Dan said, and I don't think I've ever felt so unwelcome in a group before. It felt like a shitty interview. All they did was test my knowledge. No one tried to get to know me. And when actual conversation was going on, I was ignored or interrupted. If I tried to talk. Dan said, I don't feel like it was anything like that. Opie replied, okay, so how often do you guys sit around just asking questions like, quick, what is the SQL query if you want to delete two rows from two different tables? Dan said, I don't know. To which Opie replies then, no, really, do you quiz your friends randomly like that at work or out and about? Dan said, no, not really. To which Opie replied, and why not? Why don't you just ask a lightning round quizzes like that? because it's not what normal people do dan said i don't know they were just having fun and joking around Opie said it wasn't fun for me i have male and female friends in all sorts of professions i've never cornered any of them to test their knowledge i trust they know what they are doing i ask them about work what they're doing you know normal questions dan replied okay to which OP continued, I'm not going to print out a CPA exam and quiz my accountant friend. Don't you think that would be a little fucked up? Dan said, I don't know, maybe. OP continued, we talked a little more about that night and I gave him more specific examples of what he and his friends did and he never really had a good answer. There was a lot of I don't know and single word answers. I told him I created a Reddit post and I would send it to him. He was a little pissed off that I did that. but like I had no right to do. At the end of the conversation, he asked if we were done. I told him, yeah, but I can't see a future with him. I saw a different side of him that night and I don't want to be someone's prize poodle on display for the world to see. He didn't really say anything after that and just hung up the phone. I sent him the URL for my first post. He texted me throughout the weekend, but I didn't respond. He read the post that I sent him and wasn't happy with it and said he couldn't believe so many people were on my side and were hating on him. He sent a few more angry texts after that, like he couldn't believe we were breaking up over something so stupid. He did send a few rounds of I'm sorry's and let's try to work through this. But when I didn't respond, he just went back to angry texting me. Also, I did find his friend who buried his head in his phone that night and sent him the Reddit link and asked if that sounded like what happened. Dan's friend said he knew what his friends were doing were wrong and felt bad for me. He apologized for not stepping in and assumed that Dan would eventually speak up for me on my behalf. He also apologized for joining them in the beginning and wished me luck in my career. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo
0: from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands.
1: I like that in the end, OP, you know, didn't ghost him in the end, but went for the phone call to, you know, tell him how he fucked up. But I was expecting more of a reaction from Dan, you know, to actually properly be apologetic. I don't know why I was expecting that stupidity, I know, but a lot of I don't know's and one word answers, which just says it all, really, doesn't it? He's not going to change. And in the end, went to I'm sorry's and then shitty text to you constantly. And i like that the the friend apologized in the end as well and apologized for not stepping in and because he was assuming dan would step in and speak up on your behalf but also wish you luck in your career as well i couldn't see any other outcome from the first initial post on this one apart from breaking up but as i said i'm glad you did confront the situation as well let me know your thoughts on how you would have handled this situation if it was you would you have called those people out at the table If you was OP, would you ever be able to move through something like this in a relationship? I know it's very, very doubtful, but got to ask the question. Let us know and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Buggy Baby Bumper Boats. And it does come with an update as well, which we're going to go straight into after the comments. So this one's titled My 32 male best friend asked if I would be her female sperm donor for her surrogate and I'm in love with her and she has no idea so for a bit of background we met in college and have been best friends since then we hooked up once years ago it was a drunken exchange and I honestly chalked it up to we were both drunk and in the right place she got ovarian cancer that was stage 3 a few years back and survived and has been in remission however she had to have a complete hysterectomy she had mentioned a year ago she was considering surrogacy. She had told me she planned to use a donor as she has been single for a while. The thing is, I am in love with her and I have been for years but she has no idea. I know at one point she had feelings for me but I was seeing someone then and out of respect for my girlfriend at the time, she never acted on it. I feel like before I give her an answer, which will be yes, I should tell her how I feel. I want to make her dream of motherhood come true and I am honestly touched she thinks so highly of me she wants me to be the father regardless of how she feels i will still donate and if she doesn't feel the same way i will love her as my best friend yes i'm trying to find the best way to ask her and come to reddit for advice so how should i handle this and we'll start with gray Ghoster, who says tell her tell her tell her regardless of the sperm donor decision you have to let her know good luck Dragonfly Love Me says, What if you donate the sperm, she has a kid, then she meets somebody, then that person will be raising your DNA kid with her. Will you be alright with that? You really need to tell her how you feel. Even if she reciprocates your feelings, she may want to table having a kid for a while as you to adjust to a new relationship. Total BS replies that saying OP needs to be upfront about his feelings so that this lady can make a decision based on the facts. She may not want the complications this would cause. Plus, OP needs to realize that without going through an agency, he can always be called upon to pay child support. No agreement between them will hold up as it's always what's in the best interests of the child. Bloodless Turnip says, just for your information, sperm donation in an informal setting can lead to financial responsibility. Child support for the man. You may think you can do this because you trust everyone involved, but sometimes relationships fall apart and there is still the best interest of the child in front of the court. You will then be both the sperm and financial donor for the next 18 years. If you can work the donation through a legal sperm donation intermediary, that can give you some legal standoff and protection. Then maybe. Otherwise, you are the financial dad as well as the biological dad. Maybe you're okay with the child support and still want to go forward. Just saying, child support in this setting is a thing. No Coast eighty two says and quotes, "Regardless of how she feels, I will still donate." And then goes on to say, "Hell to the no!" You know what is worse than unrequited love when you combine a kid with your DNA into the mix. Tell her how you feel, then proceed very slowly. There are only two positive outcomes for you in this situation. One, bow out from being a donor and distance yourself from this woman and you develop a relationship with someone who reciprocates your feelings. Two, build a family with this woman, but she has to be as into you as you guys need to figure if you work as partners before throwing a child into the mix. Notice how neither of those options involve you carelessly handing out your man batter. (laughs) Oh, God. So then, OP goes to update the post, which says, I appreciate all the feedback. Most of you were nice. There was a few idiots telling me I needed to be alpha and more manly, but whatever. Anyway, consensus with my real life friends was I needed to tell her. We do brunch on Saturdays because she does yoga Sunday, so we met up this morning. I could barely eat and she could tell something was up. She got worried thinking I was going to say no or something worse. So by the time we took a walk, both of us were nervous wrecks i sat her down and told her everything how i realized i was in love with her several years back but was too much of a chicken shit to come clean i told her that i never said anything because i did not want to jeopardize our friendship her face turned white then the myriad of expressions came over her face then she started laughing till tears come down her face i honestly was stunned my stomach was in my throat and i honestly thought that almost 12 years of friendships were down the toilet then she started crying sobbing really and she lightly hit my chest she half laughed and sobbed that she was in love with me too but she thought that it would impede the friendship we had and she wanted nothing to screw up what we have We hugged and i told her that there is no one on this earth that i would want to have a child with but her we talked for hours in fact i just got home we have decided we want to focus on us for now i want us to be at that point that we can do it together I know that this isn't a rom-com and that things could end up not working out for us in the end. However, I'm pretty sure if there is such things as soulmates, she is mine. Thank you guys and gals for giving me the courage to tell her. A relationship story with a happy ending, a rare thing to see. And I was curious, did we ever see anything more from this? So I, I checked them out and... There was a little post that they put, and it was about wedding planning, which said we already eloped, but looking to have a reception where she grew up. We're looking at thirty to fifty guests max, so be next spring, around early to mid March. We're going to be in the area this August, and would love to have a few places to check out. Anyone that could give us some suggestions or places they used would be much appreciated. And that was their last post, where they was looking to arrange their wedding. By the sounds of it, but. What do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Did you see it going this way? Let us know. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories you love. Support and time always means the absolute world to me. I know your time is very important. So spending it here is just crazy to me. And I can never thank you enough. So thank you. (laughs) And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love.
0: Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today.